Wait, guys, you made it a whole month. And this notebook still smells like doo-doo. Is ASAP Rocky not going to jail? No, he's not. He's doing, um... He's not going to jail, but he has to pay fines. Which is weird, the amount of... You know, stupidity Sweden made him go through. Sweden? Yeah. He messed up in Sweden? Yeah, he fought a guy in the street. He probably deserved it. Probably. Who, the guy or ASAP? I don't know, maybe a little bit of both. Okay. Played both sides. Not piss anybody off. I heard that he hates poor people or something of that effect. So maybe <laughs> a little jail time would have, you know, helped him. What it was. Recentered him. I don't think it's that he hates poor people. I think what the issue a lot of people had was the whole when Ferguson was happening. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I'm in Beverly Hills. I'm chilling. Yeah, something, a, a comment that. like that makes yeah. me just think that you could have used a little jail time. He was like, everybody's <laughs> like, free ASAP. Everybody's like, nah. He's that okay. Nigga, that nigga yeah, on his own. okay there. <laughs> oh, man, I'm starting to root for the other guy. the 16 millimeter film crew podcast you can listen to us on itunes google music youtube and spotify at 16 mm film crew and follow us follow us on twitter and instagram at 16 millimeter film crew correct yes please send us your questions um we have a few topics to talk about today um i'm cindy nice to see you guys again i'm jermaine aka oh here we go A.K.A. Mm-hmm. The Long Leg Mac Daddy. The Long Leg Mac It gets worse every week. Like. You sound like a pimp in a Mario fan people's movie. Um, yeah, I'm Dale, A.K.A. Buddha. <laughs> okay, now, you, now, now you're in now it. You're now you're in it. But, but Buddha's my normal nickname. Now you're in it. But Buddha's okay. my normal nickname. Nobody knew that until now. If you Four weeks in. Four weeks in, we're official. Okay, um, anyways. Oh, man, come on. Denying my hype. Okay. Because it's what? Where's the Blade. light? It's lit. <laughs> That's the worst thing oh ever. Oh, my gosh. Come on, Trey. Okay, so anyways, we're going to... I'm gonna hungry, t- man. I'm hungry. Hey, people out there, I'm hungry. Hungry for views, listens, we're, like, share. We're going to... Um, are you done? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You don't talk to the long-legged Mac Daddy like that. Okay, okay. so the first topic we're talking about is um, American Crime. Their new TV show is going to be covering the Clintons and the Monica Lewinsky scandal. I'm very excited about this. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I, is it? I don't know what the... I don't, okay, I don't think it's excitement. I think it's more so vindication for her. Mm. Especially, yeah, they have been like what we talked last week about the whole Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Hollywood and powerful people. Like, when Clinton, Clinton was like, Clinton was like, I remember that night. Like, you met the three, the two things that everybody remembers about Bill Clinton being on TV is him playing saxophone 
on Arsenio Hall and <laughs> the Monica Lewinsky thing when he came came on to be like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, mm. and nobody believed her. That doesn't suck being like what twenty two. Yeah, she was and so young. The country like it's like ah, oh, you ain't. Yeah, we don't believe you. So. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm really excited to see what they're gonna talk about in the show because that whole situation, like from her side, I'm sure it's gonna be super interesting. I can't wait for it too. I think yeah. it's gonna be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is she pops up like every five ten years. <laughs> Does she? Look what Bill Clinton did to me. I don't remember I don't her remember popping that. up any time soon. She pops up every time, you know, every she now and then. She popped up in a Beyonce song. She d- oh, yeah. She remember? In yeah. Partition? Go listen to yeah. Partition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's kind of relevant. Beyonce. Mm. Yeah, that's the side of Beyonce yeah. that you, not many people get to see. She put it out there. For I mean, she put it out there for millions of people. We see it now. We see it now, yeah. yeah. But I didn't know Monica Wissi was, like, still around, like, Cause she kind of faded into obscurity. Yeah, until, like, I guess she kind of had she, to. She kind of popped up on Twitter, and stuff like that. But I think she also has a book. So she's a book. She said so. She had an interview with Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. and she said, "I'm so grateful for the growth we've made as a society that allows people like me, who have been historically silenced, to finally reintroduce my voice to the conversation." So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm ready to hear what she has to say because I watched um, an interview that she had with Barbara Walters when I think the scandal was maybe like two years post that scandal. Mm. So it was fairly fresh. And Barbara Walters, were, I was asking her some real questions and she was basically just like, listen, I love this guy. So it didn't make sense. Like a lot of the things that happened were out of like passion, not out of like rational thinking and decision making so i'm interested to see how all this unfold i'm interested to see how un- all this unfolds um they have a few characters i know someone so jonah hill's little sister has a sister yes okay wow right. have you seen ladybird i have not seen ladybird have Lady you Bird seen book not- smart no that's the olivia wilde movie yeah no i'm sorry no okay well <laughs> The girl that's in both those movies, her name is Beanie Feinstein, Feinstein, one of those. And that's Jonah Hill's little sister. And she's going to play Monica Lewinsky in this. Okay. So I'm really interested to see what this is going to look like. I can't wait for it to come out. I love the O.J. Simpson crime story. Man, Cuba played the hell out of that role. That was so good. Like, (laughs) that was extremely well, you know, delivered. So I really can't wait to see this. Sure, it's gonna be real good. Um, so the next thing that we're gonna talk about is um, a few trailers that we've seen. Have you seen the Parasite trailer that just mm, dropped? Dropped today? Yeah. No, I didn't see it. No. With um, the guy who made Snowpiercer. Have you seen Snowpiercer? I haven't seen Snowpiercer. He made that, and so he came yeah. out with the. Wait, new hold movie. on. You haven't seen Snowpiercer? No. Ooh. You guys, are, <laughs> you guys are talking Greek oh to me right gosh. now. Oh my gosh! You haven't seen Snowpiercer? Greek? No. <laughs> really? No. Oh my. I've never gosh. even heard of it. It's Ooh. with Chris Evans, and basically, it's an allegory for how society in the world works. It's okay. a, it was a remake of a is a Korean movie. Or? Um, probably. Probably. Where was it? What format was it? Netflix? Was no, it, it was theaters? It's theater on Netflix. Distrib- though, it's on Netflix or maybe now. if it isn't, it was I'm regular not sure. theater distribution. And so, what year did this come out? This came out in twenty. 
13. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, in 2013. Yeah, it was a Korean, I think it was a Korean movie. It's based on a French graphic novel. French graphic novel. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, basically, the new movie he has coming out called Parasite, it's, again, about the same kind of thing, about class but it looks super interesting. It's, I think it's with the all-Korean cast as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's an actual foreign film. You know, there's subtitles and everything, but I'm really interested in seeing it. It looks really cool. That's not one of the topics that we're talking about today. I was just wondering if anyone else saw it. But um, the first trailer we're talking about is The Irishman yes. by Mark... Yes. I was really about to call this guy Marcus... Martin Scorsese. 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 That's his black name. Put Marcus. respect on his name. His, Marcus his, Scorsese. His name in the, in the hood, we call him Marcus. We call him Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> um, very excited about this. I mean, it's got what? It's what Al Pacino, mm-hmm. Joe, Pesci. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. How does Joe Pesci Robert get De Niro, roles? Like, like... Because Joe Pesci is the man. <laughs> Every time you see him in an Italian movie, he's breaking legs, he's slapping somebody, he's got the brass knuckles. He's saying, hey, you're going in over your head. Let's not forget about Raging Bull where he had all them lines. But his greatest role of all time is Home Alone. Oh my gosh, he was in that movie. Yeah. He wasn't home alone. You can't say that was his greatest. I can't it believe you said that. Role. It was his greatest role. Like, he always plays short Italian people with Napoleon complexes. I think that might be his real life stick. I feel like if you say, hey, Joe Pesci, he'll probably challenge you to a fight. Maybe. Maybe. He'll probably challenge you to a fight. Yeah. You know, I, feel, I mean, he's, it's good. He. He knows how to work that role. You know what I'm saying? That's his thing. That's his thing. That's his thing. He's just... He plays Joe Pesci in every movie. I'm pretty sure that is how he is. Joe Pesci playing Joe Pesci. Yeah. But he was amazing. I'm so excited for this. They de-aged Robert De Niro. Did they? Not sure how I feel about that part. Yeah, they did. Did you see the trailer? I saw the trailer, but... Yeah, they de But the trailer had, like... It was, like, a... It was supposed to be a long story, so I don't really notice the aging because I know that at the end he looks normal, like his current age, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really notice. No, yeah, that. they de-age Robert De Niro. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Don't know how I feel about it though. And it's it's funny. It's going to be distributed on Netflix. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, take that Spielberg. Exactly. <laughs> Man, it's gonna win an Oscar for something. Yes, yeah, it's gonna win. You know, it just the trailer it's just either, look like it's or it's gonna win. be nominated. Or like, nominated, yeah, you know? it's definitely gonna be. I think it definitely will got be. Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. Legends. Anything, yeah, anything Scorsese does, I probably I'm yeah, gonna watch yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, everybody in there, legend. That's it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, but I think the fact that I think someone said that when you start de-aging people in movies, it's like there's no need to even find new talent because you can just age down a person to fit the role. I, true. I was watching two things based on that. Mm-hmm. I was watching the. You know how Will Smith has his um, YouTube where he talks about his movies? Mm-hmm. He was saying, like, oh, in Gemini Man, they de-aged him to, like, he was 20 years old. Right. He's like, I can get as big and unput together as hell as I want. And they'll just, they just make, de-age. they'll de-age him. Like, even with um, mm-hmm. Sam Jackson and um, Captain, Marvel. Captain Marvel, they even made him look smaller. Like, they took, like, weight off him. If you mm-hmm. see how they did it, they, like, made him look the appropriate 
body size, which is weird, you know. But I don't know. I feel like no matter what or how good your CGI is, I'm still going to notice that it's CGI. Like, there's never going to be a time where I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? That was so flawless that I actually didn't realize that that wasn't real. That was technology. Like, I'm always going to know. True. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It may be a little bit more different, like, uh, 10 years later down the line where they get more powerful stuff and perfect things. But then those movies are not going to age well. I think it more so depends on how they shoot the CGI. Yeah. Like, going back to Jurassic Park, they actually planned, like, if we're shooting using CGI or puppetry, we have to light it this way mm-hmm. so people can't tell. That's so, also true. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, I'm pretty sure he'll know how to do it, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I'm not too worried about it. I'm so excited about the story. Um, this is about the Hoffa case, right? Yes. Is it Hoffa? Yeah, it's about he... Yeah. He plays a mob hitman for Jimmy Hoffa. Yep. And his involvement with a big big crime family. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that my phone? That is your phone. <laughs> Sorry. Mine is on silent. See? I didn't know... Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> is it... Oh, it's the my friend. best friend again. No, the, mm, the best friends. These are always friends. these are always friends. Mm, these are always friends. Okay. One friend fixed the house. You know what's funny? I'm always one like my, 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 like, my phone is always dry. But then someone always texts me. Oh, my phone is always dry. Oh no. So I guess my phone isn't always dry. Yeah, anyway, it's not. <laughs> Dripping today. <laughs> it's the group chat, guys. It's okay. the group chat. Anyways, yeah. So, um. I know about Hoffa's case a little bit because of the Kennedys. Mm. I'm really, in, I was really interested in that whole story and their family and stuff like that. So mm. I learned a little bit about that. But I don't know. Robert De Niro is just, just great. Like he's probably one of the best actors alive <laughs> that's ever. Like I don't know. He's been working since forever. Forever. And I don't know anything that he's not been good and I, I feel like he's great in everything that he does oh he's 75 wow he's old that's what yeah. I'm saying he was old well he wasn't old when Taxi Driver came out he was young he was yeah he was like in his 30s he was pretty young man. it's not even Taxi Driver it was Bang the Drum Slowly was his first movie that was his first movie well and I didn't say that was his first movie I knew that wasn't wow he's been working for a long time he's great and Meet the Parents and he's great and Meet the Fockers like even movies that aren't like serious mhm He's so good in. I haven't seen like Dirty Grandpa or anything like that. I heard Dirty Grandpa was funny. Okay, well then if it was funny, then he was great in that too. <laughs> oh, wow. I almost watched it this weekend. I was this. Did close. you really? Yeah. <laughs> it came funny. on Comedy Central. I was like, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a chance. <laughs> okay, he's also in the Joker apparently. The Joker he is in the Joker yeah. because they're doing the um, King of Comedy. They're like taking stuff from that, from what I've heard. And he was in that, so. Okay. Yeah. I love that he's in his 70s and still working, like, and he's still kind of in demand. I really respect that. <laughs> Go, De Niro. Anyways, the next trailer is The Lighthouse, which we all watched. And you're shaking your head already, so what's up? My personal motto in life is I'm a whore for A24. But... Mm, I don't know how to describe this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs give me a down. Hey, that's I don't really care. It's me. It's me. I don't really care. But I don't know. Like, it seems that was very... so 
cringe word. Oh, that was. I just want to get. I like corny, cringy jokes. Ugh. Get used to me. But no, um, <laughs> it seems very art house, which is right up 824's lane. But then it's shot like black and white, and then it's shot like uh, aspect ratio, what, 4 by 3 Man, studying, studying. I mean, you saw the trailer. Like, look at how it was looking. <laughs> you so, saw the trailer, Jermaine. <laughs> like, uh, so you should have known. Hey, you, you calm down with all that. You <laughs> calm down. You should have known. It's not shot in cinema <laughs> scope. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It looks very... It looks like one of those... I'm, good, I'm probably going to see it and praise it afterwards because that's just me. But from the trailer, it looks like one of those French foreign student film vibes. I don't know. You got Willem Dafoe in there. It can't be got, all that. You got that. Dafoe in there. But Dafoe's always good. Like, his, they're like Dafoe crazy. Dafoe is amazing. Yeah, he's good at those like characters who can are crazy and express and emote. What are you trying to say? But, like... you know, <laughs> I'm just saying that it might be better than what you think because Willem Dafoe's in there. He probably will. I mean, that man's face is ridiculous. I think it's going to be great. Mainly because... First of all, I think Defoe was kind of an underrated actor, but also Robert Pattinson was a very underrated actor, and now everyone's trying to jump on that wave again. Mm-hmm. I've been on that wave since Twilight, so <laughs> let's see. That's- I just want to say that I knew your potential, R. Pats, since back in the day. Like, but that's watching- why everybody thinks he's bad is because but of Twilight. Here's the thing: like watching Twilight is the reason why I started to really get into independent films and actually studying film. The reason, the reason being is that I started watching Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart's independent movies because I started watching oh, Twilight. Okay. So, cause I wanted to like see what other stuff that they had done. And so when I saw the other things that they had done, and these were like really weird avant-garde art house type situations, but they were so good. And I was like, these are talented actors. They just, got shit roll <laughs> terrible dialogue and got caught up in this whole other thing but it didn't it didn't stop their capability like they're still great actors so like i already knew that he was amazing and then he after the whole twilight thing he just chilled out a little bit started doing a lot of more independent films and now i mean he's doing batman so like He's doing Christopher Nolan films. Like, this guy's dope. Like, he's always been dope. So I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to see him in this. I'm, it looks really weird. I'm so willing I can't to give to him a chance. It. Yeah, no, he's, he's amazing. I'm willing like, to give him a chance. I'll tell you people at home, like, if you haven't seen any of their Robert Pattinson films besides Twilight, go watch some of his movies because they're really great. Should have saved that for the end. Was it, um... <laughs> One, one I've seen outside of Twilight, I think it was called Metropolitan Metro- Man. Cosmopolitan. 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 Yeah, that was good. That amazing. Was good. He's amazing in everything. Like, except for, well, kind of not Twilight, but <laughs> nobody was really good in Twilight. Let's just say that. I mean, Everybody was just kind of, okay. The person who's supposed to be the best actor in that movie currently doesn't have a career. Who's that? Who's that? Taylor Lautner. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, Taylor Lautner is so amazing. And really? He doesn't have. A I never heard that. I thought, was, I thought it was doing a show over in um over the the, the pond. Really? I don't over know. the pond. I mean, That's the last I movie I saw him with, I was dragged to see it is um some movie with Taylor Swift for Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, oh. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> the movie Valentine's Day. That yeah. was the actual movie. That's I'm sorry, called. Dale. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, the things we do for. That's, that's so for funny. Stuff. Hey, I was forced I to watch a marathon of Twilight. I 
as soon as it started, I laughed for about 15 minutes. <laughs> I had to stop because everybody was giving me this death stare. I mean, at least they didn't laugh in Precious like I did. So. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to not talk about that because <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I was about to say, I knew, I mean, I watched Shark Boy and Lava Girl when I was a kid. Because that, so that's the only way, reason I knew who Taylor Lautner was. Was but, in that? Yeah, he was Shark Boy. Shark Boy. Shark Boy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch But I knew, I knew Kristen Stewart more than I knew anyone else because I saw her in Panic Room. Huh. I did watch that movie. You see that? With Jodie Foster? The only Kristen Stewart scene I, movie I've seen is The Snow White Huntsman. Really? Yeah. Don't watch that, guys. Go Don't watch, watch some. Once again. I go watch some other, other films. Once again, The Things We Do. oh yeah that is so funny um yeah i think he's probably one of the most talented young actors of our generation i'm gonna put that out there that's a bold statement but i stand by that um the sound design is really good in yeah apparently um in lighthouse yeah apparently it won a director's fortnite Mm-hmm. Ward, I don't know how to pronounce the award. It won at Cannes. I can, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I'm thinking this is gonna be dope. The black and white, just how every, I, it just looks really interesting. I have no clue what it's about. I think it's just two guys on an island, it's just, just two of them on island, <laughs> losing yeah. their minds, and I can't wait <laughs> just to see how that unfolds. I almost threw it away until the very end of that trailer. Of course, you where did. I figured out that they were on the island going stir crazy. I'm like. Okay. No, yeah, you get it. Mm. Stir crazy. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, he kind of okay. does say, how long have we been on this island? You know? Yeah, right. He, he said that pretty early on. He say that in the trailer. Like I said, I only paid attention till the end. Okay. Didn't catch my attention in the beginning. Waste. You a waste, man. Okay. <laughs> Talk about me be a waste. Yo, remember when um that guy was trying to do a Jamaican accent in the meeting oh yeah and you like just moaned in despair that was so funny I could not stop laughing everyone was looking at me like why are you still laughing but it was that funny like it was bad that was hilarious like you wanted to stab him right yeah that's what it that's what it looked like you sound like the dude from the Apple Jacks commercials (laughs) he's too cinnamon (laughs) I'm done Okay, anyways, um, so Honey Boy trailer, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Honestly, I was, I got goosebumps watching this trailer. Like, I was like, whoa. I wouldn't say I got goosebumps. This moved me. Pretty, pretty passionate person over here. Yeah, I mean, and I haven't seen a trailer that like moved me in a while, so. It looks good. This is one word answer. It looks good. <laughs> oh my god, I'm putting think, teeth over here. Okay. <laughs> no, I think it was this is gonna be I think it's an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. So the the father is living off of the son, which he pushed so hard mm-hmm. just to see all those weird type of intricacies come together. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be interesting. My only gripe is that when uh, Shia LaBeouf goes completely into another character it's kind of funny because he tries to change his voice and it just sounds the same 
I mean, but it's weird though. He's <laughs> playing his. It's a movie about him, right? Which you didn't know until it got to all those even Steven scenes. Oh, I knew. I it's you still you see the scene of an action movie like it doesn't you don't go in your head oh it's a Transformers until it says oh five and then you're kind of iffy and then it goes oh these are scenes from even Stevens it's this kid in a wig and a robe and then I put two and two together oh it's a biopic about Shia LaBeouf the mm. funny thing is though is he's playing his dad like that's yeah. crazy I mean he's playing his dad in a movie about him so I mean only Shia LaBeouf could do something like that yeah. you know what I mean yeah. only Shia LaBeouf can do a biopic about his life while he's he, like he's doing it he yeah. wrote the script and he's not gone yet he's yeah. not dead he's not even old enough to like you know what I mean to have the <laughs> the perspective that you would have if you were to do a movie like that only shy like who else would do something like that like that's so crazy like okay, I've never heard that's, of that that's mad cocky though yeah. and I wish I had that much like cockiness as Spider like <laughs> lo I'm in my like 30s or whatever I'm doing a biopic I don't care and I'm being it <laughs> And whatever. Yeah, exactly. like, I'm gonna be in it. I'm gonna write it. I don't know if it's cocky. More I don't know if so it's cocky, it's, but it's it's just cool. It's a little weird. It's, it's just cool. It is cool. It like, is I'm cool. not dead, but I'm doing my own biopic, and right. you're gonna love it. And we do. Yeah. And I like this because he's got another one coming out, another movie. Hmm. Which it's one? It's um, he's uh traveling with uh, a guy with Downs, and so it's kind of his Rain Man remake. Yeah. Okay. That one looks good too. And once I look it up, I'll tell you guys. I am on the case as well. But I think I think he's trying to make a comeback, especially after that some of his crazy stuff that he's done mm. these past couple of years. Like run out that theater in New York and sit there and watch all of his films. That's that was, so that was a little weird. And then That's so crazy. <laughs> his um, so just crazy. do it videos. Oh, I love those. Those are so motivational. I love them too. I think at that time he was probably going through a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. He wasn't probably in a good headspace because he had just did what Mac a uh, John Macaron movie or whatever. Mm. Like he's he was doing movies even when he was like having that mental breakdown. I guess. I mean. So. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I grew up watching Even Steven, so like, I know. Like I watched like his ascent into mm -hmm. transformers and then his kind of loose screw mm -hmm. yeah. moment he had i can't um i feel you like i feel like i can't do anything but root for this guy i just yeah, want him I'm, to keep going keep pushing i think that it was inevitable that he would have this breakdown or that breakdown that he had because when you're a child actor especially i don't know about now i think now we're more understanding about like how that process works when you're a child and you're working and you have to pretend to be an adult in mm -hmm. those situations. But I think back then, no one really cared about that stuff. It was just like, just show up and do your part and we'll pay you all this money and you'll have all the fame, but you're still like, you're not emotionally or psychologically mature enough to deal with all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, mad people had breakdowns who were in the spotlight like that. Lindsay Lohan, just to name one of them. And I and I, th I think it's worse being like a child actor mm. because you're in like you're in the limelight. You don't get a chance to grow up. Right. You know? Whereas I guess like I think very few celebrities who've gone from kids to adults have been able to escape that limelight. Like mm -hmm. Usher somehow was able to do it. You know. I don't know if he was able to do it. <laughs> was he? But he kind of was. He he had his albums and in the nineties and he disappeared and he came back and then you know. Maybe, but he also had um, a couple of other things pop up. 
all those bad movies. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, I, I can't imagine what it, being in that position is like. And most of the times when people are child actors and they're in the situations, their parents really are driving them to keep doing they want projects because they need money. Mm-hmm. Which is what I guess they talk about a little bit in the trailer of Honey Boy. So... I don't know, man. That's a really sketchy situation. A lot of those child actors come from bad homes. And then you have fame and money thrown at you. Like, you're not... I don't think... I think that's just a recipe for disaster. Like, no way you cut it. Yeah. What do you... What he say in the script? Like, how do you think I feel because of my son's paying me? Yeah, like... Like, Why would you even say that to your child? Like, I don't even understand that. For him to add that in the script when his father said that, it must have really hit him, like, hard. Yeah, that mm -hmm. sucks. That's really sad. But... Mm. Yep, his other movie that's coming out is Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, that's the one I've been hearing yeah. about. Okay, um, yeah. And then he has another one in post-production called The Tax Collector. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, I like the people that he has playing him. Lucas Hedges and the boy from A Quiet Place. So. Hmm. And he's playing his dad, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. The thing that... I think struck out to me the most on that trailer was the acting of especially the, the youngest kid. So he's really good. I like him a lot. I don't remember his name, but I do like him a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, can't wait for that to come out. When are these movies coming out? Because I just keep seeing trailers, but I don't see dates. Um, Honey Boy is supposed to come out. And where am I watching this stuff? Because I feel like November is November eighth. They come out in, like, limited theaters, and I don't know where that is. It says it's by Amazon Studios, but I don't think it's only streaming on Amazon. I think it's going to be in theaters as well. Oh, so it will be streaming on Amazon, though, as in addition to... Yeah, Amazon got the distribution rights, so I don't know if it's... Great. I want to on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's perfect. Looks like I got to bootleg some money as prime. <laughs> I love that most of these movies are being streamed on these streaming platforms. Oh, it just makes too. it so much more convenient oh, to man. watch. You get to watch it at home. You I don't know. Hear nobody smacking popcorn. Right. You don't gotta pay money to go I'll see, see it. Like, like yes. you your subscription already yes. covers it. as you want, like yeah. uh, lighthouses. I could watch this joint two o'clock in the morning. Like, you should go to bed. wow. The lighthouse already has ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and the joint didn't even come out yet. All the, all the critics. I'm kind of hesitant with critic reviews. Hold on a second. No, yeah, okay. This is the actual thing. I thought. That was like a book or something. Nope. Anyway. That comes out October 18th. Oh, I can't wait to see it. All right, moving on. We're talking about Game of Thrones showrunners David and Dan. DD. Yeah, D and D. I'm trying to remember his last name. I think it's Dan Weiss and David Benioff, yeah. Multi million dollar deal with Netflix. Now I don't like them anymore. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I really don't like them. They paid their dues. They can get paid. Did they pay their dues, though? I mean, I guess they kind of did. And then they didn't care anymore. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have a legitimate reason for not liking these guys. I think people's issue with them is, I think everybody gives them praise. Like, oh, they did hella all these seasons of Game of Thrones and it was wonderful. And you're complaining about those last season. And it's most telling because if you look at their um, career, like cinematography, all that stuff, their career is mostly 
adapting movies to screen. Mm-hmm. And you really see that prominent in Game of Thrones where they don't have a book mm-hmm. for the last the last season. They didn't have a book to piggyback off them. And they had to connect all those dots on their own. And you see without that safety and how weak they are. Yeah. So my issue with them is not even just that. It's also that they tried to make a show about the South winning the Confederate. Yeah. The war the Civil War. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what's what's happening here? Like, who told you guys that was a good idea? Well, I'm so I confused. Didn't know like, about that. They oh might yeah. Be, they might need to be going uh thrown into the same prison as ASAP. Yeah. A thousand percent like they signed a two hundred million dollar deal. And they tried to develop a show about the Confederates. I mean, I just don't, I can't understand. So I'm not, I'm not pleased. <laughs> I think that's part of the issue now because people are wondering, in the two years we haven't heard anything about Confederate because HBO didn't pick it up, no. I don't think. Because of the backlash. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they didn't want anything to do with, to be associated with that. Like, Yeah, people are concerned, will it be on Netflix? So I don't want... I mean, even if it's on Netflix, I'm not going to go see it. But, I mean, just the fact that they would have the gall to even try to make the show happen is really disgusting to me. I just... And then, especially on top of how they ended Game of Thrones, trying to just rush it so they can do all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not pleased. That cast makes me angry, too. Why is everyone defending this terrible season? Like, I'm confused about that. Who's defending it? All the cast. The cast are like, nah, no one rushed it. They it was good. Because I not, understand. Not contractually, contractually what? The show was over. What like, it is, I understand their point of view because usually writers and directors, they all <clears> kind of <throat> work with, they all have their actors. You know, like uh, DiCaprio and um, Scorsese. Right. You know, you don't want to change the chance like, oh, they have this new project coming up. I don't want to upset them and I don't get offered a role and it ends up being amazing. You don't exactly. want to. So I, understand I really hope that that's not their reasoning. No. I hope their reasoning is that they're just, they're, they're trying to protect the dignity of like everyone else who worked on it because mm-hmm. everyone did work really hard on the show and it looked good. But I also feel like they're so, I don't know, I guess in the bubble of this thing that they really don't, I guess they're not seeing what we're seeing, but they're also making comments like, yeah, I wish it ended differently. I wish it ended like this. I wish A, B, and C happened. So I feel like if you're going in that, I feel like you can't have, it's not, you can't have both. Like, Look, at least they're aware they were in the show on like Gwyneth Paltrow. She has no idea what how many Marvels movies she's been in. Gwyneth Paltrow is kind of weird, guys. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, like the stuff that she does, I'm just like, girl, are you okay? Like, Goop and whatever. She seems a little. She seems a little off. Seems that's being generous. <laughs> I think she's a little off. I don't even think she's that great of an actress either. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Speaking of Hollywood and. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the scuffs on Jermaine. We just did a little shimmy. uh, Just speaking of Hollywood and the business of Hollywood, um, I watched a documentary called Laddie a couple of weeks ago about Alan Ladd Jr., who, I don't know, he was the producer behind Star Wars, behind Blade Runner, Mm -hmm. behind so many other movies. I'm just naming. Summer or American Corvette? I I don't even know. I'm probably getting it wrong. American Corvette. Alien, that was one of his main ones. And he was... What was interesting to me about the documentary is that, one, 
a lot of these people who you don't know behind the scenes are getting paid mad money like stupid amounts of money to produce these things these movies but also he was talking about the nature of the business and how much it's changed like some so i guess when he was in his prime of doing um his films and producing them you know it was he was re- he was one of the guys who really believed in my project and he let that belief run like even if no one else believed in it if no one else was throwing money at it he was the one who kind of guided it along and he was saying now it's not even like a it's not believing in projects anymore or like trying to find interesting things it's just whatever makes the most money will do even if it's derivative or if it's something that's already been done a million times they'll do it again just to get money and so remakes of 2019 most of i feel like I don't know the numbers on this, but I feel like most of the movies, like 80% of the movies are either remakes or reboots or whatever. A good majority. A good majority of them. Wow. I'm just going over his whole um, cinematography thing as a producer. He's done so many movies. So many. And and I'm watching it because I did watch the documentary last Mm -hmm. night. And in watching the documentary, I I discovered that, like you said, the business of Hollywood has changed. Mm Mm-hmm but also how they view directors. Like, mm. in, in an interview, they had every director that he ever worked with talking about him. Mm-hmm. And from that, I realized he was a director's director. Mm. He was, like, a fan of the art of mm-hmm. the makings of movies. He's, like, he wasn't one of those executives who's, like, you have to cast this person. He was, like, if you like this person, cast him. I trust you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you see that kind of um, presence of mind in Hollywood anymore. Mm-hmm. Like almost every movie for the most part that you've seen planned is usually written with this person playing this role in mind nowadays. So, yeah. Also, I think that um what you what you were saying about um just trusting directors to do their own thing. A lot of times and I and I think we could take Justice League as one of the examples where directors were coming coming in and out because of various reasons and then the studio just made decisions, made artistic worse. decisions that yeah. they didn't have any right to be making. Yeah about a film instead of just because I think as a producer that's not your job like your job isn't to micromanage yeah Yeah. your job is to say is to look at everything see how much everything costs think see how much money is needed for a project but also if something is a little bit off guided along but that's not your job to be in I guess the minutiae of everything like that's not your job and to make sure it doesn't go over budget right and I think honestly looking back that was probably one of the fears Oh, Star Wars. Because mm. last couple weekends, I've been watching the CNN documentaries on um, mm. movies and stuff. And they were talking about um, Cleopatra with Elizabeth Taylor. Mm. It got so out of budget mm-hmm. that it bankrupt the theater. Mm-hmm. The production oh, company. Oh, yeah, that's true. It did. So, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking as I'm watching the documentary, I'm probably thinking that was probably the, the board of directors at Fox. They're concerned with Star Wars. Like, from Jump, they didn't really want to do the movie and they didn't want Steven Spielberg to direct it and now they have to put extra money for this movie to get done mm. so yeah and they had to what package it with a a different movie for people to get mm-hmm. watch it so but it was interesting to see how like that whole business works of like a lot of the times the greatest movies that we've 
probably ever seen were movies that nobody even wanted to get made in the first place. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, I think it's a testament to the people who believed in it and people who wanted it to, you know, greenlit it. Are you going to say something? Okay, because you're about to say something. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you even have the credit on Meteor Man. Like, come on. Like, Meteor Man with Robert Towns. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, this man, like, oh my gosh. And I've never heard of him before, ever. And, and, and I feel bad, like, as watching the movie, like, seeing all those Star Wars fans, like, I have no idea who this person is. Mm-hmm. Like, this <laughs> he's man like, he's is, responsible like, for it. Even for the world you love, he's yeah, responsible exactly. for it. So, you know. That's crazy, but yeah. I really respected him. And I love that how he was described and how he was. He was very quiet. He wasn't like, a, he was a big shot, but he wasn't parading around like one. All the moves that he made, he made it in silence. And I love that. I think that's so dope. But I think what it, what it also mainly realized though is Hollywood is a world of dynasties. Mm. Because his dad was an actor too. And he wasn't mm-hmm. like a two movie person. He was like a big mm-hmm. actor. And I also think because his dad had those connections, and his oh, dad yeah, definitely. Was known, it was easy for him to enter that world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really, it's funny how many actors' kids are now starting to be in a lot of stuff and all that stuff. So, I mean, hey, if you got the connections, make it work. If that's what you want to do, yeah. some of us have to try harder, but <laughs> you know, you know, some of us have to fight. Yeah, that's yeah. just how the cookie crumbles, I guess. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about typecasting. Mm. I and this is definitely related to Hollywood and the business of Hollywood because Hollywood has this thing of like seeing something get done well and then just wanting to replicate whatever that is over and over again. But I feel like as actors, you that's not the point. Like you don't want to keep playing the same role, and you also don't want to play. Um, yourself in anything Mm -hmm. i feel like there's a lot of actors now who have made lots of money doing that exact thing of just being who they are being an exaggerated version of who they are off screen and i don't know i think it's a little cheap it's cheap yeah yeah it's cheap people were cheap i'll I'll just throw them out there will smith is cheap (laughs) is he cheap though i don't think yeah i don't think he's cheap i just think that he doesn't like to take risks I don't think it's the risks because he did what after Earth no no I mean when I mean risk I mean doing something that is so different from the formula that you've already established and I mean I guess it makes sense because if you're making money off of it the logical thing would just to be keep doing that since you're because that's how you've gotten successful and blah 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 I don't, I, but I don't think Will Smith's typecast though. I think he typecasts himself. Yeah, and, and I then don't, and I don't think it's out of like, I don't think it's oh I don't think I can do this role well. I think it's more so. He's his concern about his brand, right? So which is, I don't know. Well, to I'll, me it feels weird. Let me let me go cheaper than <laughs> Kevin Hart. Hmm. Pretty much typecast, you know. Kevin Hart plays himself in every movie. Exactly. He's like Joe Pesci. You know the. <laughs> he's the Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is typecast. You know, I think that, I honestly don't think that Kevin Hart probably saw himself as a movie star. I think he probably just thought that he would probably just do well in comedy. But and that's where his career would go. And now that he's getting cast in movies, I think 
I don't know if he actually knows how to be an actor. I don't think acting is something that's natural but for him. But that's usually the eventual next step for every comedian. You want to be the comedic actor to get the Hollywood money instead of having to go on tour mm. and do comedy shows all the time. Right. So. Yeah, and true. I'm not even sure if he really cares about his performance. Mm. I feel like he's more into branding himself. Mm-hmm. Once you hire Kevin Hart, you get Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. So there's no surprises. Yeah, it's... I don't... Yeah, and I don't like that. So for Will Smith, like, I think he was up for Django or something. And he decided not to do it because of his brand. He's like a family-friendly type of guy. Yeah. But I don't know. Brand someone when you Oscars. That's my... Ooh. Maybe that's my take on it is, like, critically because you could do well in the box office like you can be a movie star just based off of people going to see your films but like critically are you getting the that type of mm-hmm. acclaim because if you're not taking the risk to do something as dangerous as Django or something like that you're not going to get that type of love I mean we love I love Will, Will Smith, Smith but, you I know. do but I know what I'm but I guess I know what I'm getting when I'm going to a Will Smith movie like I know it's going to be Will Smith right Right, that's why Jeannie was a little, of a, a little bit of a shock, because we knew mm-hmm. we didn't know what type of direction they would go with mm-hmm. Jeannie and Will Smith in that role. And he, Will Smith was like the selling point of that film. Was well, the like other to, actors aren't unknown, but they're not as big of a deal as Will Smith is. So, I mean, like, um, like Niecy Dash with. Her evolution, like she was always doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, Nisi Nash. Nisi Nash. <laughs> Nisi Dash. She works at Dash. Yeah. She's a I got confused. She's a Kardashian. I got confused with Stacey Dash and Nisi Dash. I apologize. Ooh. I apologize. Stacey Dash. I apologize. Okay. I apologize. That's a big but she, apology, my friend. But she was like, she never really wanted it. Hollywood never, Hollywood never saw her as a dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, she really didn't want to be a comedian or do funny stuff. But mm-hmm. then she goes back and says, hey, as a kid, I was always getting in trouble with making people laugh. So I feel like it's one of those things that you kind of fall into a lane to mm-hmm. and you get stuck. Yeah. And- so we got to shout out the people who are trying to get unstuck. Like Steve Carell. Yes. He's a... That's my boy. He's actually a really talented actor. <laughs> so good. I forgot, wait, did you say that you watched a movie of him when he was trying to be serious and you didn't buy it? Was that you or was that you? No, yeah, no. Oh, I like, I love Steve Carell movies. Mm. No, that wasn't me. That may have been me. That, yeah. I was like, someone's at it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Which you. is weird because I like him more as a serious actor than a comedian, comedic actor. Mm, like, interesting. I can't, like, watch The Office. I don't, I don't I'm sorry. The Office is... I'm, Probably one of the best shows ever made. Not a fan of The Office. Now Parks and Recs. That's my issue. But, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I, his cinematography is like... He started out with... Um, his filmography. Like, Anchorman, 40-year-old version, <laughs> all cinematography, that. Cinematography, like... Cinematography, oh, filmography. Yeah. Filmography. It's a difference, guys. Okay. Go on. I'm taking a moment of silence for myself. Okay. But his filmography... <laughs> It it's at post post office it was it's been like really serious roles mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Foxcatcher, Welcome mm-hmm. to Marwan, mm-hmm. Little Miss Sunshine, like very serious movies. Beautiful so. boy. Beautiful yeah. boy, yeah. Um He's in Vice, he's done the big short, he's done so many good films. Yeah. yeah. Men vs. Women? 
a tennis a tennis movie. Man oh, Battle of, Battle of the Sexes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. He was a he was an asshole in that. Yeah, that was. Yeah. So even when he does kind of um funny world war movie that has comedic elements like he did he did um crazy stupid love which is one of my favorite movies which um is about a relationship but it was dramatic too why are you laughing nothing i was about to sneeze no you weren't okay fine ha 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 i'm laughing now why were you laughing? I wasn't la- <laughs> okay i was laughing because you saying you like crazy what crazy stupid love is very on brand what do you mean for women oh we're doing that okay. <laughs> well you never heard a dude say he liked that movie 2019 guys let's move on keep the patriarchy Ooh. who else is on our list you're so canceled like <laughs> goodbye um, was Why it, is Jimmy Fox Cap- in here? DiCaprio? Because, okay, the Jimmy Fox. Jimmy, <laughs> Why is he okay, in here? Why you put that there. You put. I, that's because y'all said that. No, we were talking about DiCaprio and like Will Smith. Like, that's not what you said. You never said DiCaprio. Okay, I apologize. We didn't say DiCaprio. Right. I apologize. Like, don't I lie. I apologize. <laughs> Please. But Jimmy Fox has been typecast. No, he's, he hasn't. He's, how? He's done the same thing as Carell. Like, they both have put together oddly diverse careers post comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, Think of Jamie Foxx's movies and what he's done post Jamie Foxx show, post Booty Call. You know, <laughs> Good Lord. Buns. <laughs> Cheeks. Like, it's very vast, which is weird. Is Jamie Foxx had the, the dramatic acting career you thought Will Smith would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you see how Will Smith didn't do that? So, and Jamie Foxx yeah. did that joint? Got an Oscar and an Oscar nom. Let's not forget though, Jamie Foxx can sing, and he came out with a couple of albums. Jamie Foxx's voice is so good. Wow, and it's that's so how good. I feel that he's typecast. He's typecast as an actor and not a musician, which he's really good—a really good musician. Oh yeah, I kind of forget that he was a musician. I think it, what it is 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 the fact that he's not doing it currently, right? At a pace like the the, the always universal. Twitter topic is always going to be Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, versus Jamie Foxx. Who's the better actor, comedian, musician? Mm. And I think what it was, it, I think part of it is with in Donald Glover's favor is uh, his he's more recent, mm-hmm. whereas Jamie Foxx had a longer career as an actor. Mm. So that's the thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Oh, Donald Glover, yes. Donald so, Glover does everything. Yeah. He does. And more power to him. Yeah. Um, why did you put Dica- DiCaprio in there? Is it just because he yells a lot? <laughs> I, no, I, I, I say DiCaprio because I think he always... He's one of those actors on screen where you don't feel like you're watching DiCaprio. Okay, explain. Like, he, he's one of those actors... I think, honestly, I think nowadays there are very few actors who embody the role mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Like, when you watch a DiCaprio movie, you don't think, oh, it's DiCaprio playing this guy. Whereas, sad to say, but you watch Denzel. You, mm-hmm. watch, you watch Denzel be a corrupt cop. You watch Yo, Denzel pay. Denzel has played every type of law enforcement you know, <laughs> officer that there's ever been. Like, like, I love I love Denzel, but after a while, I was like, oh, it's Denzel and Washington. I love Denzel. Playing Denzel, playing, uh, playing somebody, you know. Could you say that about Samuel L. Jackson? I, the difference with Sam Jackson, I don't think Sam Jackson cares anymore. 
<laughs> That's the thing. It's like I'm Samuel Jackson. You gonna like? He's like Samuel. Maybe I'm well. Sam Jackson. Like, come on, I don't care, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> check still cash the same way. You know? Right. So, mm. yeah. After a while, he did stop caring. But like, if you think back to like his his older stuff, the he was 90s. doing a lot of different stuff back yeah, in the days. Was. Lots of different things. So, so I mean, maybe I guess it's a com. It's just a comfort. When you know that you're making money, so why change now? Like, check still cash if the same way. Check is still yeah. coming, then maybe let's not care about that. But you're right. I think DiCaprio is definitely one of those actors where I think the only time I saw him as himself was when he was in The Wolf of Wall Street, mainly just because that's not how he lives his life, obviously. Because the guy who lives yeah. his life is. Oh, that guy's that was an crazy. The guy, that guy in real life is an asshole. But, you know, DiCaprio has, you know, he has a lot of money and he's always with a lot of younger women so I guess you can kind of see like oh it's DiCaprio just playing DiCaprio like, I don't know I didn't see him as DiCaprio in that I feel like me seeing DiCaprio as a guy who's like 20 pounds overweight just <laughs> out there doing whatever he wants mm. and um, Wolf of Wall Street was not that he was like um, a crazy drug guy Yeah, and he turned into a beast sometimes I don't feel like DiCaprio would turn into a beast. I feel like... No, DiCaprio's a cool guy. Like, I think he's very grounded. Mm -hmm. I just think he has... I think he has gotten to a place where he's not... He's kind of comfortable in his um, lavish lifestyle, let's just say. Like, he's cool with... Like, he knows knows who he is. I think that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm still mad it took him so long to win that Oscar, though. Yeah, but he did it, though. He did it. He did that, though. He did. Let's just talk about it. No, if he didn't do it, then I would have an issue. But, like, he did that. He's been putting in work. He has been putting in work. On a consistent basis. Like, Like constantly doing. To the point where, like, if a movie's made about me, I'm like, hey, give us a DiCaprio. Hey, like, you know. He might be white, but ain't nobody gonna know. He gonna play me better than I play me in real life. You have to play you. I'm so, I'm I'm feeling the same way about Amy Adams right now that I'm feeling that I felt about him. Amy Adams. Give Amy Adams an Oscar already. Damn it! Like the actress, I feel about that, and I think everybody does. Is probably Meryl Streep, who embarked. She has the awards already, but you don't. You watch Meryl Streep, you don't see Meryl Streep. Okay, I thought you were talking about something different. Yeah, I was no. like, what? Yeah, was no. like, <laughs> Where are you talking, talking about? about? Like, she already has three no, I'm Oscars. Talking, I'm, like... I'm saying, I know she already has the awards. But I'm saying how she embodies. Oh yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. She's the greatest just, actress of all time, probably. I just don't find her movies interesting, though. Really? I don't. I don't think you would. I don't think the, they're your thing. Knowing the movies that you like, I don't think those are the movies what that movie you would that? be into. <laughs> Rush Hour. Rush Hour, yes. Yeah. Yes. All the black movies. I feel like you're really oh into them. Oh my goodness. Are you that's, saying that I don't that's have racist. That's racist. That's racist. I'm black. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Shut up. <laughs> you were wow. saying something? No, well, no. He wasn't going to let him continue. Like, I'm finished. Oh, you're finished? I'm finished after he that. Said, he I like, said, I'm not interested in those type of those movies. Those type of movies. Yeah, that's what I heard. Meryl Streep's. Everything she's in, I love. I can't... I don't think there's a movie that I've seen of hers that I didn't enjoy i haven't seen any of her recent that i haven't seen floris foster jenkins i saw the so one, i don't know what that is about last last one i saw her was the julia Tr- 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 movie 
Okay. Well, she's playing Julia Charles. Mm. Oh, and wow. I forgot about that. I would probably would have enjoyed that one. Yeah. She's playing <laughs> Julia Charles, and I forgot who is the other female lead. It's Amy Adams. Amy Adams. You're yeah, wearing Oscar. <laughs> oh, I apologize. I couldn't be more passionate about okay. that. I Amy feel- Adams is amazing. Like, come on, guys. What are you doing with your lives, people? Okay, the thing with Amy Adams is I think we I get her confused with, like... Isla Fisher and all those other oh yeah they like, people they get all her look confused the same. all the time and, um, yeah they all the same but they're not though but Amy not Adams is better than both of them I don't know who else I don't mm. know the other person you're talking about but Amy see, Adams is better <laughs> I do feel bad though that I can't think of a black actor who acts the same way in these roles who you watch them you don't think oh I'm watching right this person which I feel bad but what about Lupita. I don't think Lupita. But the thing with Lupita is her. I don't think she's been in enough stuff yeah, either. Thing, her resume isn't as long. Her where resume, I can actually yeah. Say like, okay. I think she can definitely do it. I just feel like she has not been cast in the roles that could. Maybe the only person I can think of is. Nah, not even. I was gonna say Viola Davis, but not even to the degree of everyone else. Yeah. Because they're not given the material yeah. to stretch. And I think that's the thing. We're that's not given. We're not given the material to right. flex. There I say. But we can flex. Cast. That's not typecasting. That's, that's, that's just okay. That's that okay. That's that's just the system being racist on the system. That's not on yeah. The, that's mm-hmm. not on the actors yeah. deciding. Oh, I want this role, and I'm gonna just right. stay with this true. role. You know, they're being yeah. typecasted by the system. I yeah. guess if that's how you want to see it, system, but like, aka, you're racist. Yeah, because yeah. like, give them the material to do what Meryl Streep can do, because they can do it. They can definitely do it. And I feel bad because the black actors, I feel like I'm knocking on Will Smith again, but <laughs> I don't care. I love Fresh Prince, but hey, as an actor outside of what, six degrees of separation, he mm. has never really showed any range. No, not and at I all. I feel like he's one of those actors who gets all those roles to branch out with, and he always goes, no, I don't think I can play that role. Maybe he's just not confident in his abilities because he's been doing the same thing for so many years. That could be That's, a reason. Yeah, that probably it too. Um, I don't know if he could, but I'm sure he could if he tried, like, <laughs> like if he really gave some, like, an effort, got an acting coach, like, I'm sure he could do it. I just don't think he wants to. So. If it's, don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, but fix it, though. <laughs> <laughs> fix it, though. There's always room for improvement. There's always room to get better, you know hey, what I Beyonce mean? Hey, Beyonce switch. You can, too, Will Smith. Beyonce switched. She did. She was wholesome. And then she started talking about Monica Lewinsky. She's a grown woman, okay? She's grown. I don't like Beyonce's stuff anymore. I really don't. I'm not going to say. Beyonce is the most talented singer and performer (laughs) in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I mean. Beyonce, come on our show and upgrade us, please. Yeah. Look, I don't want anybody going to our Instagram and Twitter pages and just filling it up with B emojis. That's not a good, <laughs> not a good look. Okay, not a good look. But, hey, all publicity hey. is good publicity. Isn't that what Donald Trump said? The hive can come hey, here. Hey, I like oh, hey. mm, mm. Let's not. Donald Trump is not a, a paragon of virtue that we want to copy. Woo, that's funny. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not a Republican, guys. Okay. Oh, you okay? All right. Just wanted to throw that out there. I'm not. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Did you say Scooby-Doo? I'm looking at Isla Fisher's career. She was in Scooby-Doo. Isla Fisher isn't good. Her husband's good, though. Who's her husband? Sasha Baron Cohen. True. How did I forget that? 
Yeah, how did you not know that? The name. Is Actors he, don't change their names. That's probably why. Is he good, though? Sasha? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does a lot of the comedy stuff. The really outrageous, like, whoa, I can't believe you haven't, did that. You haven't, you haven't seen a Sasha Baron Cohen movie? I have. Which one have you seen? Bruno. Bruno. Have you seen Talladega Nights? I have. Oh, yeah, he's, he's amazing the French in that. Guy, Nights. I, I loved that. him in that. How do you not like those movies? They're they're funny. Yes, I like them. But I'm not going to say this guy is good based off of those movies. Okay. He, I, play, I, he plays... I like those movies where he impersonates, like, whether it's um, Ali G, Borat, or whatever, because... Borat was funny. He exposes people's <laughs> ignorance. Mm-hmm. So... And the joke isn't him being is not the joke. He isn't the joke in his movies. Right, it's, it's the, the people, people he's interviewing. So, yeah. But when I was watching Borat, I'm like, how much of this is real and how much of this is fake? The Borat. Yeah. Mm. It was a little over the top for me. I wouldn't consider him all that great. Maybe if he does something else. My opinion might change. I think he's one of those comedic actors who you can see would be really good in drama. Like if they were given like a really good script, they could do something really interesting True. with that. That's what I see when I, I look see, at, when, yeah. I, when I see his performances. So I hope he does that soon. And I, w- I want to see him do that so I can change my opinion. And the thing <laughs> is, if you watch him in his interviews, he's not on twenty four seven. Right, exactly. Like, he's a completely different like, person. Like I feel like we're shitting on black actors still because I was about to say Kevin Hart's name. We? Well, me, <laughs> That's me, you all, me, podcast. me, like because Kevin Hart's on twenty four seven. But if you watch Shasha's stuff, he's not. Right. On. Like, you could probably have a good conversation with Shasha. Shasha. Mm-hmm. But isn't that I mean, weird? But when the cameras are off Kevin Hart, you could probably have a good conversation. I feel like too. Kevin Hart will just be Kevin Hart. No matter where he goes, what he does, he'll be Kevin Hart. That's the guarantee you get when you meet him. You're going to get him. That's the brand. And I feel like a lot of black actors slash musicians are like that, where you don't really see the separation between them and what they do. Because mm-hmm. they're always kind of on except for Beyonce Beyonce is really chill Beyonce is an introvert I don't think I can yeah Beyonce is very introverted I think that like she's completely different than what her stage performance is which is good I like the separation like you don't have to always be that person all the time you can just be who you want to be B-A-R-B-I-E Barbie girl (laughs) Beyonce is sweet as honey all right, so just have to say that sweet questions. <laughs> that was so terrible. Um, I'm going to thank Lynn Hirschberg, who works at W Magazine, for these questions because I stole them. <laughs> um, who is your cinematic crush? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. She's the editor in chief of W, actually. Cinematic crush. What do you mean by cinematic crush? Actress that you love, like. What do you mean? What do I mean, like? <laughs> an act- <laughs> actress. I'm mad. Like, am I? I'm mad. You needed a definition. Am I? Am I? Do I want to be romantically involved? Yeah. Yes. I can't believe that. That was crazy. You look, want a wife? Look, I could love the person, 
but I could also love the movie. So, you know. Cinematic yeah. crush. The person, crush. The person. Or the character. I mean, the you know. You know? Some people like Jack from Titanic, but they might not like Leonardo DiCaprio. So, okay. So, so are you talking about the actor or just the role? I, I think, think it's actor. I think actor? that's the way she okay. formatted See, it. That's yeah. why we needed to break it down. Because she, I've said that because she used Jack as a. I, I used that as an example because you didn't understand what the question meant. So I clarified the question. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Jermaine? I don't even understand that question. You go okay, to boy, you go if actor, Good Lord. actress you have a crush on. I get it, man. I just didn't want to go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Woo! I'm okay. Don't raise your voice at the long leg Mac Daddy. Okay, oh, please he go. actually remembered all that. Wow. I did. I f- mm, okay. And I don't know. I think I have a long list. Okay. I go think ahead. Well, one for me would probably Nia Long. I knew you were to that. Every <laughs> black man says that exact That's same thing. That's why I didn't want to say it. Like, the Nia exact Long. same thing. Nia Long and, um, yeah. Nia Long. That's it. That's the list. Nia Long. I think it's going to be every black actress for the most part. Like, Halle Berry, of course. Nia Long. Um, Halle Scary. I think for me, I'm sorry, D-Wade, but Gabrielle Unions. <laughs> Unions. Unions. Union? She unionized. Yes. And Megan Good. She's oh. a wholesome girl. <laughs> Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Mm. I love Regina Hall, but I feel like, you know, when we get intimate, like <laughs> I feel like if that ever happened, I'd be like, am I dealing with Huey or Riley from the Boondocks? Bro, <laughs> you, took, you took that too It got far. dark. It got yeah. dark, but I don't know. Far. I like Regina Hall. Yeah. I'm trying to it's going to be the stereotypical black guy list for us, sadly. Oh, um, he was like, whatever. I don't care. Might throw an Angelina Jolie in there. Okay, that's good. Um, Selma Hayek. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess to be fair, I'll say Margot Robbie. She's pretty. Beautiful. I don't like oh. Margot Robbie. I'm sorry. Yikes. It's, Scarlett yikes. Johansson. Her face, boy. That's a very beautiful Asian woman right there. <laughs> <laughs> How many times are we going to make the Asian joke? How many times are we going to do that until it gets played out? It's never going to be played it's out. It's never going to be played never out. Gonna play out. <laughs> never, ever. She really said, I can play whatever role I want to. Those words came out of her mouth. Amen. That's all. Good for her. Confident. YT people, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. White. That's the, <laughs> you got to pronounce the W. No, that's I, I spelt it on purpose. That's, that's I, how you know. I like. purposely <laughs> spelt it for a reason. And now you exposing the black <laughs> vernacular to the masses. That's exact. Uh, <laughs> it's that level. That's she, that's the level that she's operating on. Oh right? man. Just for the record, we're not racist. We just no, we're just uncover, observers of life. Yeah. Of uncover the truths of society. You know, you can have your opinion about different groups and not be racist. Yeah, it's true. Just acknowledging that everybody's like that in the group, and I think you're straight, because <laughs> then that's falling into stereotypes. But I know when you say something like that, <laughs> you're white. Because like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. Who are my cinematic crushes? Hmm. 
I really like um, KJ Appa from Riverdale. Yeah. He's so attra- he's so attractive, like, and he's so chill too. Like, he's the type of guy that you can just chill with and have like an actual conversation with. I'm sure. I don't know. I never met him, but I'm assuming. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, obviously, because everyone loves Michael B. Jordan. I think guys like Michael B. Jordan too. Like, they won't say like, "Oh my God, he's amazing." But I think, like, I think it. He could say that he's a handsome out, young man. Hang out with Michael B. Jordan. He's a handsome young man. Yeah. I'm not gonna say he's handsome. <laughs> but I'll say I could probably chill with Michael B. Jordan. Like Michael B. Jordan. Why would you say that he's handsome though? Why not? Michael B. Jordan probably just sits there and watch anime all day. You think yeah. so? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. He Cause might. he's in Genlock or whatever. That show is horrible. He it loves he loves garbage. anime though. He loves anime. Every interview he has, like, oh, I like that anime. Like, mm, I didn't know that. Bruh. Man, I could chill with him. Yeah, okay, he's a anime. cool type of guy. Um, I like the guy Brenton Thwaites. He plays Robin in Titans. Oh, he's very attractive as well. I didn't know his name. Yeah, his name is Brenton Thwaites. Okay. Okay. I look like you're thinking about it. Like I'm trying to memorize, look, remember his face from the you show. You look it up. <laughs> like, okay, I guess so. Is is it the hair? No, it's the eyes. Okay, I'm really oh. attracted to guys with nice okay. eyes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And Amelia Clark, that's my girl crush. She's gorgeous. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Beautiful. <laughs> universal nods across it's the a table. Uni- yeah like we oh, can all no. agree on that I think if I hung out with her she'd probably be annoying she might be she laughs a lot yeah. and I'm not sure if that's like a nervous tick like when you're on camera or you're doing interviews like that might be a little she's nervous she's always thing. like very giddy all the time or if that's actually how she is in real life because that's a lot to take I don't know if I'd be yeah. able to deal with that <laughs> I might crack corny jokes all the time but I'm actually very quiet and serious to be honest so yeah. But she'd be perfect with Jermaine, though. Yes, I think so. I like oh, people would try to kill us because we both be giggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, no, that would be a headache. That would be a whole headache and a half. Okay. Um, hey, come on the show. You know, let's giggle together. Giggle, giggle. Giggle, giggle. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 You're so dead right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Why are you so dead? Inside joke. Inside joke. Um, okay, last question. Well, I have two more questions. What was your favorite birthday? Your favorite birthday? Mine's was... I think, was it when I turned 20? Yeah, when I turned 20. Um, my friend got me tickets to see an off-Broadway play. Fancy. Yeah, no tickets were expensive, and I know I didn't have no money, so <laughs> that was really nice. Um, the play was super interesting. We saw it in Greenwich, which is pretty dope. That was my first off-Broadway play I've ever seen, but that was really nice. Um, then we went to IHOP and ate pancakes, and then her parents were gone, so all of our friends went over to her house and had like a lit sleepover. It was great. It was actually so much fun. We watched High School Musical, too. I'm waiting for the film component in this. There is no film component. This is just about us. Okay. No, it could be about us for a second. I don't know. So wait, this was when you were 20? Yeah, this when I was 20 years old. I feel like I could Yesterday. put a 20-year-old to the 10-year-old. Like, it sounds like the same type of birthday. It's, what kind of 10-year-old goes to off probably Right. Play? And that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, no, your parents could take you there. He got really mad. The, he got really mad. <laughs> not the off-Broadway play that I saw. <laughs> that was not for children. Um, I don't know. I guess my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite birthday. 
Um, because I think I looking back, I value all my birthdays now a lot more. Mm. Um, one I remember is I think I was fifteen, thirteen. I think mm-hmm. fifteen, thirteen. That's the bad. I don't know. It was one of those between sixteen and ten. One of those years, and I think my parents woke me up to like, and I got like a basketball and some other stuff. That's the only kind of thing I remember, but I don't know. Okay. Now, birthday celebration, the one I remember the most, that I cherish the most, is a couple years ago, me and, me and my grandma kind of have the same birthday almost. She's January 2nd, I'm the 4th. And one year we went up to celebrate her birthday and I got to join in with her. So, and because she's not gone, I actually hold that, mem- not here anymore. I hold that memory high esteem. So. Oh, that's very sweet. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. My grandmother's birthday was the same exact day as mine. Oh, yeah. see? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not telling you guys that because y'all show up at my house shotguns because y'all crazy. I don't think that'll ever Man, happen. It happens if you share your address. I don't think that will ever happen. Anyway, <laughs> my favorite birthday was probably when I was in elementary school. We went to Dave and Buster's with my couple people from my class. Oh, my cousin fun. was there. There was a snowstorm, and we just we just played. Shout out to my mom because you set that up. If I didn't say it, she would have been mad. <laughs> like I thought you were gonna go in a completely different direction. I thought you were gonna recount like your date of birth, like as <laughs> for some reason I was prepared. <laughs> I was gonna say Jesus's birthday, but oh, <laughs> uh, I decided to not do the jokes. Yeah, you can't do Jesus jokes. Can't do the Jesus joke. Okay. <clears throat> Last question. What Game of Thrones house would you be in? I feel like this is like a BuzzFeed quiz. What Game <laughs> of Thrones house? I feel like we need to go to BuzzFeed now and actually pick it through. We should do that one day. Go through BuzzFeed. I don't okay. know. I want to say... <laughs> That'd be interesting. A Lannister. Cause I feel like... Oh. Not for the reason. The only reason I say Lannister is <laughs> I feel like... Reasons? All the reason is because I'm kind of like my dude, Tywin. I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. What's you think you're th- like Tywin? Yeah. Or not like him, but I like his character. He's a character kind of related to the most. Other oh. than Jon Snow about not wanting any responsibility for anything. But I don't know. I don't know what house I'd be in. I didn't watch enough of the show to pick a house. So. Of course you didn't. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to say the Lannisters just because their kingdom looked nice. <laughs> it looked... Like it had the most money, which it did. I love these reasons, yeah. <laughs> I mean... She couldn't pay the golden company for her elephants, my guy. So? She still she... had the money. I'm not over there and what? Oh, uh, uh, what's it called? Winterfell? Mm-hmm. Where it's cold all the time? <laughs> you gotta wear them big, heavy jackets? I'm, I'm good on that. They wore the furs, yeah. The first one I saw. Furs? The Rick Ross furs? Hmm. <laughs> Man, and plus I'm afraid of heights. And a lot of the other kingdoms had them high up places with no railing. I couldn't do that. I'd be on those stairs for like 20 minutes, sweating, because I think I'm gonna die if I fall off this thing. And all these knights with the, all their armor be pushing me and stuff. I couldn't do it. With the, I couldn't do with all that. Yo, Jermaine's answers to everything is so funny. Like. I wouldn't want to live in the higher places without railings. Like, I've never, ever thought about that before, but okay. Solid, solid it's reason. A, it's a, it's a know, concern. It makes sense. It's a real concern. 
Um, I would definitely be in-house um, Tyrell. That's funny, because I just took the BuzzFeed because that's the house I'd go in. <laughs> you took the BuzzFeed quiz now? Yeah. It said, I got house Tyrell. Yeah. From what we've been told, you are very clever, insightful leaders. With a model like Growing Strong, it is evident that you're a person who's made for battle and life's obstacles. You don't necessarily kill your enemies with vengeance, but you kill them with kindness. Now prepare for war as you face off against the other houses. I don't know what that means. What is House Tyrell? I know what's her face was in it. Um, oh my God. I forgot about House Tyrell. What's her name? Uh, Marjorie. Marjorie. I don't know her from Game of Thrones. I know her from Captain America. From that like one scene. Really? Yeah. That's Janora from? Yeah. When I was, everybody was talking about her being Game of Thrones, I was like, oh, that face familiar. She kissed Captain America in the first movie. And that was like 10 seconds. I know her from the Tudors. The Tudors? I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm not English. So I don't care. But okay. Sorry, Zadie. <laughs> Just in case Zadie watches like, this, listen I feel to like it. my, my, um, how I know her is weird, role models. From what? Oh, role the movie models. Role Models. Role Models mm-hmm. with Sean William Scott. <laughs> role Models. Oh, that's you remember where that? Yeah. with that little black kid who doesn't grow anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But that I... would be my type of movie, huh? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely be my house, though, I because... I say that. They don't, I mean, they got destroyed in the end, but other than that, they played the game very well. They were very smart about I mean, how they moved. If you got destroyed, not you, as smart you, as didn't, Cersei. you didn't play the Game of Thrones well enough. Yeah, well, she wasn't really playing. I think she was just, she's the type of person who like, who's about to lose and then just like flips the board and lets all the chess pieces just like fly. <laughs> that's the kind of, that's the kind of move that she did. She wasn't really playing. She was just, you know, kind of being a little childish about it. But. That's me in chess. So you'd be a part of Hamster then? No. I would definitely be part of Tyrell. No, I'm Tyrell, saying then. I'd flip the board in chess, but no. BuzzFeed says I'm going to be House Tyrell and BuzzFeed is law. And BuzzFeed is law. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> Housemates. Oh my gosh. Disrespect. Oh. Movies and TV recommendations. <laughs> Let's hit that before we go. For me, it'd probably be to watch this Sunday the rest of the CNN movies documentary. Um, they're covering the golden age of cinema, mm. which I, based on them, is like the 1930s to the 1950s. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, those were some That did look good. Yeah, those were yeah. some good times. So, I've enjoyed it so far, so. Mm. I'm going to go nerd on you guys so I can possibly one day hang out with Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I'm going to say check out Attack on Titan. They had a new season come out. Mm. That anime is ridiculous because you see these weird-looking giant creatures eating people. Who doesn't we're, like that? We're giants? Are they they're, still giants? They're giants. They're giants? Okay. Right. The mm. proper term is Titan. Oh, my God. Getting politically correct on anime characters, but okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I just watched... Um, a documentary series called The Family on Netflix. And it's about um, these Christian leaders who've infiltrated the government and who control policy and who control a whole bunch of stuff that we didn't even know about. And they've been doing it for decades. That really like rocked me. I, I was watching that and I was just like, what is happening? Is this real? They're why we are where we are now. It's real. It's very interesting. Um, and also, 
The Crown is coming back November 17th. So if you haven't caught up already, catch up on The Crown. It's so, so good. What's The Crown? Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> wow, the disrespect. When I'm be honest, How do you not know what The Crown is? I've watched Succession. Uh, that's not The Crown, though. No, I'm saying I don't know about The Crown, but I've been watching Succession, though. Watched that, too. The Succession? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is that on HBO or Showtime? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not paying for the service. I'm just asking, like, what? I think probably H- why I don't know HBO. About it. Yeah. I'm for the well, The Crown is on Netflix, so you should watch that. But you haven't, which is uh, sad. <laughs> watch Demon Hunter. It's the hot new anime of the season. Where did Michael B. Jordan? Demon Hunter. Yeah. Um. And also, I can't watch, wait to watch it, chapter two. Can't. And it's I'm not looking forward to that. I don't know why. I'm very looking forward to it. Maybe because it's the trailer that's getting me hype. And I also love all the kids from Stranger Things, and the kid from Stranger Things is in that movie. Uh, Finn. Finn Wolfhard. That's his name. I don't know last name. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not into horror movies now because for. Finn, I'm not either, but I want to see it for some reason. Um, like. I don't like horror movies at all, but I actually want to see it. I think it's because they transitioned from like actual being horror to like gore and bloods and guts, and I was like, you know, I heard horror movies are actually getting a lot better because they're talk, they're the subject matter they're tackling is starting to expand beyond just jump scares and stuff like that. Yeah, like I haven't seen it, but I heard Hereditary is one of those movies that are really, really good, and it's not just a horror flick; it's actually about like family and all this other stuff. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe horror is having a comeback. You should watch a horror movie, then, guys. Uh, when Child's Play comes out, the remake. I'm not watching no, Child's I'm Play. Not. Let's watch a good one. If we're gonna watch a horror if, film, if, let's watch if, a if, if I'm horror watch film. Child's Play. I'm gonna watch the original Child's Play. This one's got a different spin on it. It's technology attacking us. Bill. It's not technology. It's the puppet dude, and then he. It's never mind. I'm not gonna watch that movie. I'm so that. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was uh, about the technology. Like they made the doll, and they made it with animatronics, and the animatronics go bad, and all the dolls start trying to kill people. Because we're scared of robots and technology. You watched Toy Soldiers and enjoyed it? Yeah, but that wasn't the point of Toy Soldiers. It wasn't an allegory for fear of modern technology and autom- automation. Hit you with them big words. Scrabble, three-word combo. Boom. You should watch some of the, like, movies that every, like, that's critically claimed to be the best movies that's ever been made. So you want to go through the top 100 list and stop from, like, 10 or whatever? Sure. All right, that's we'll a challenge that. that we're making All for right. ourselves. We'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> okay, cool. Jermaine has to watch it. I don't know why you're giving me crap today. I wasn't giving you crap. I said you had to watch it. I said I had to watch it. Yeah. You're going to watch the movie with Big. All right. We're watch it. Okay. All right. Cool. So that's our podcast (laughs) for today. Thank you all for listening in. Again, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Music, YouTube, and Spotify at 16mm Film Crew. Have a great night or morning or evening. Or weekend. Or afternoon. Or life. If you never come back again. Yeah. Oh. But we want you to. And also send us your questions again at 16 millimeter film crew on Instagram and Twitter.